gentlemen welcome to the show how's everybody doing thank you for joining us derek and i are back on thursday night 6 p.m 8 p.m central 9 p.m eastern and we are large and in charge we are going at it full speed ahead because that's the only way to take on life derek what's up brother Oh, dude, same old stuff, man. I'm trying to hang loose and get some sleep finally. You know, I'm trying to rest up for once, but it's not going to happen. I, I'm I'm wired tonight. Like good. it caught up That's with awesome. me, so we're good. Good, good. You know what's cool? Yourself, I love that shirt. That wheels across America. Wheels across. That wheels for warrior shirt was the dopest one. Although they didn't have it in, oh, almost said fat size because that would have been fat. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have it in big boy size, so. I'm going to have to get a hold of uh, the, what are we calling it? The warrior stock, warrior stock. Are they going to combine the names? Remember they're like, they, yeah, I don't forces. know what they're going to do, man. It's going to be wild. I think, we just, I think it's just a full sentence, a run on sentence of wills for warriors, hero stock, 2020, whatever date it'll be. Yeah. Uh, they're just going to have to make, make it up as they go. I yeah. I'm just going to do an emblem for them. Hey, what's up? Choo choo train, man. So Mikey is, um, Mike's a dude that I worked with. He's been awesome on the show. Thanks for joining. He has uh, he has retired since retired from from the Safeway grocery store chain of families, and um, he is the conductor now. In I his in his little, I apologize, Mike. I didn't mean little. In his garage, I'm calling it a garage, a, a he shed, um, and he has like I don't know, man. I, I I see like seven or eight different trains running through there. Uh, but it's dope because the Instagram's kind of blown up. And I think, let me see, did I have the link or did I screw up the link, Mike? Uh, no, I didn't have it set, but I'm, I'm going to create something for him for the show. I got to tell you, up. I'm a little jealous because I kind of like the, like, I really love, I have like a weird obsession with wanting to get into like those collector train. Deals. Oh, a hundred percent, dude. Hey, so yeah, I do know that my, I do know that my Reese on a Reese across America hat that I just got this. I just got like yesterday, I think. It shows the background, but the other hat. Oh, what other hat? What? The brand new Contagion Effect hat that is out and ready for purchase. Ooh. We make 25 cents on the hat, but the problem is, is the green bill. So when I wore oh, I it. That. it that's, kinda, a, that's a good, yeah, that's a good kinda, look. Dude, it's a great logo. Um, Christy Wood's daughter, Marissa Wood. She uh, did some work for us. And so that's going to be, I think. I know I played around on Canva. I love doing Canva, and I think that's the emblem that we're going to go with. Uh, we'll see what happens. You know, so you know, Travis Amaral, thanks for joining, buddy. How you doing? How's the commodity world? Are you out there trucking? You shouldn't be at six o'clock. You should have got your ass home by now. Oh shit! Just like that. What's up, Triple B? The Triple B Battle Bodies. What's up, man? What's up, baby? Um. What's that? What's that? Uh, appreciate it, but you got too much going on. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, no, don't worry, dude. Don't worry. I'm going to get a little video thing. Yeah, don't um, worry. You're still going to do it. Yeah. We're going to have your TikTok up there and all that good stuff. It's, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Uh, 
Hey, how exciting was that? Well, it's every week's exciting for us because we have cool guests because we don't talk to people that aren't cool. Um, but Cody, dude, Cody, I know, totally that hyped up, dude. And I left my Red Bull in the other in the other room too. <laughs> What's up, Tonto? What's up, Joe? Thanks for joining. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, Cody was Cody was pretty fire last week, man. He had some good stuff. And a guy like that that's incredible. just positive. Yeah, dude, it, it, it's it's energetic, man, and it's uh, transitioning from that is just it, it's awesome. I love that. Um, but you know what else is awesome is you can listen to us on Tuesday nights. You want to hear about that? Let's hear about it. The Contagion Effect show can also be heard on Reese Across America Radio on Trucking Tuesdays at 11 p.m. Eastern. You can find Reese Across America Radio on the iHeart app odyssey app and the tune in app search the word wreath search the word wreath as i'm doodling over here i was doodling um and i almost made the emblem that you know the fire emblem that they use i almost made oh, yeah, that yeah. I think, like i do want to do a fire emblem because um i've been watching chicago fire lately and i think oh I got, yeah that'll, get you, that'll get you amped up too man oh yeah no it's cool uh chicago PD is not as exciting as Chicago Fire. Like they just drive around in cars and then break down doors. And I'm like, yeah, you can't do that. At least the yeah, fire trucks are there. Those, but I got into Tacoma FD. Okay, I'm about to check that one out. I'm about to check that one out. You have a it, bunch it, of doors right now. It, it, dude, it's, Tacoma FD is funny. It's a comedy. It's the guys. Oh, from is Broken, it? Okay, okay. It, it, it's the guys it. from Broken Lizard that uh, made uh, okay. Super Troopers. Right on. Right on. Um, Hey, we need to start the show. We um, get into it. Yeah, so let's do this. Let's do this real quick. Um, I want to give a snippet. <laughs> I want to give a snippet of our guest first because um, he is a beautiful man, and he has provided the utmost security for certain companies, and he has done more for our country than most people have. And this guy is just—he's just a great—he's just a great American. But I gotta start off with this. I have to do it, Derek. You're gonna have to stay tuned to number 401 to find out why I'm wearing this tiara. And since there's no hair to mount it to, uh, this will be. Times and places they may change, but one thing stays the same. The stories that they tell about going through hell. If you think they wouldn't do it all over again, well, you just don't know them. The memories that they own of the ones who didn't make it home. Such a great song. Scotty yeah. Hastings. Go check out Scotty Hastings. I didn't say it. Go check out ScottyHastings.com. Thank you, Scott. Scotty. We know too many people with the There's without the extra S. Dude, the extra S, the no Y, the add the Y. Add, it kills man, me. It, it's brutal. It's brutal. Um, but without further ado, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce the man. We're going to get down to the bottom of the tiara. 
because that is an important, it's important. As yeah, a that's father probably and now a grandfather, but did someone say grandfather? Someone say grandfather and a grandfather. What? As a grandfather, Kinsley's hanging out in the top corner with us. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring on Travis Partington. Travis, thank you for joining us. Kinsley says hi and uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much, Eric and Derek, for having me. Eric, congratulations on becoming a granddad. Thank you, You sir. You were were real well, sir. Real well. Looking Uh, good, isn't he? I'll tell you, it's it's amazing because a guy put it to me this way. You get to love your kid all over again, and the guidance that you get to, that you can offer, knowing what you messed up the first time you had a kid, and now your grandkids here, and it's it's awesome. You know, um, yeah, Kinsley's like, I mean, you know, we we all say the baby's, it's a perfect baby, and uh you know, it's just fun. It's just fun. But uh, yeah, that was that was pretty fun when she crashed. She knocked out, and I think I went over on Tuesday. Tuesday, I was there like eleven to four thirty. Just whole. I mean, I mean, two different feedings and a, you know, a little diaper change here and there. But yeah, no, it was it was great, man. I, I love it. I'm I'm definitely a baby hog. But uh, good night, Kinsley. We're putting you back in the booth there. All right. Travis Partington, where did you welcome? First of all, welcome to the show again. Um, we have a lot to cover because you are a busy man. Um, not only do you have a normal job, a what we call a nine to five, which your times may vary, you know, uh, depending on what time zone you're in. I know that you are part of our group and we are part of your group as podcasters and YouTubers and, and entertainment societies, uh, socialists, I guess. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy watching your show. Um, I'm glad you got, and I'm glad that you accepted the offer to come on to Military United podcast streams, and also on the Roku. You're also on the Roku channel too, people. So go check us out. Uh, we we stream through this, that, and the other. But um, yeah, no, it, it's awesome. We're everywhere, everywhere, and I'm a sharer too. So you know, if you got something going on. Uh, so Travis, anyways, I'll stop rambling. I know I haven't had no coffee. I don't know what's going on today. Uh, what? I'm gonna stop rambling. Tell me where you grew up. Tell me what you know what what home life was when you were growing up and stuff like that, and how you got to go and uh, and serve our country. Well, um, I started off in the Midwest on a farm, you know, milking cows and hay bales and shovel manure and all that good stuff. And uh, you know, then we moved down to Louisiana and uh you know got used to what real heat was all about and snakes and <laughs> crawfish and you know football That's and triple B's alley right there the, then you know life threw me some curveballs and i got this weird idea in my head now you have to understand i i did some growing up in shreveport Bossier, louisiana and Bossier oh, is the home of the strategic eighth air command for the air force right big air force town yeah but for some reason i got it in my mind that you know I'm not going to go to community college. I'm not going to, you know, go join the air force. The Marine Corps really is the best thing for me because yeah, Wait, why not? Did you say Marine Corps? Marine Corps. The Marine Corps. Yeah. Well, hold on. Well, let's do this proper. Good morning, Marines everywhere. Today is November 10th, 2023. It's our birthday and we actually know when our birthday is. So without any further ado, the annual Birthday singing of the Marine Corps hymn anthem. 
from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. We will fight our nation's battles in the air, on land, and sea. First to fight for right and freedom and to keep our honor clean. We are proud to claim the title of United States Marine. Hoorah! Semper Fi! Do or die. Number 248. Happy birthday, Marines. I may play that every single episode from here on out. That is we just as well. That that's that's, that's motivating do. right I'm there, man. You, that I, you know what? Uh, we don't look but, bad for 248 either, man. Like, no, we're that's, yeah, that's awesome. You know, um, doing the show. There's so much. There's so much information, right? And then you can pull this, pull that. But I'm like, nope, that's it. I'm I'm taking those two, and I'm done for the whole show. So that's all I have. I'm, like Christmas, yeah, I suck at Christmas giving because gifts. Because if I buy something, like, oh, you want to see what I got you? It's like November. If I buy gifts at all, um, let's do oh, my kid myself. Why Shonda usually buys all the gifts, but anyways, I had to play that. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you so much. And I'll go back to it because we have a comment about Bozier, about Bozier, Louisiana, because we have some friends that were in Bozier. We had um, Schaefer Mueller and Kat. She was, they were stationed there for a while. They lived there a little bit. And again, like I said, I know Triple B's out there hanging out. Um, so yeah, no, it was awesome. Boom. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll, again, the, the messages will pop up. I'll try not to. And hopefully you're not in, in an in depth, you know, heartfelt message as you're talking. And I start laughing because I do that quite often, to be honest with you. Um, but let's get back to it. So Louisiana, you, you chose the Marines over the Air Force. Um, and what was your reason why? I just, um, you know, like a lot of a lot of guys, you know, I tried some college, some other things had come up. And I'm like, I, I need a total like change of pace and scenery. And I'm like, if I'm going to join, join the military, which was a good thing for me to do at the time, I didn't want to be on a boat. You know, uh, I'd heard about that. Yeah, I, Fort Polk didn't really appeal to me and being in the army. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go for the best, you know? Um, and every time I saw the Marines, they always just like were different. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to try that. And I took my ASVAB tests, you know, scored high enough that, Hey, you're not going to be an O3. You're going to, you're going to be something else, but not an O3. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. I kind of wanted to, Fire the machine gun and all that stuff. You're like, no, nah, you're not doing that. You're going well, you airway. You were you were high, right? You got into uh, uh, radar. Yeah, so radar I, I went through the aviation support. Got aviation got the support. aviation support MOS. Uh, and, and Hawk was there, and I remember being in Marine Combat Train. It's the train us non O uh, threes do after boot camp, and you know, tra- you know. Parrington, you know, 7222 Hawk Missile Systems Operator. I'm like, what is Hawk? And my, the CEO, Captain Wolf, didn't know what that was either. But the Master Sergeant's like, ah, oh, that's out of Fort Bliss, Texas. It's a great duty station. They're going to teach you everything you need to know. I'm like, okay, this is this is kind of weird. Went to the airport, called the duty uh, you know, officer, and, and, and they come get me. 
And the first thing Lieutenant Coe says to me is like, hey, our MOS is going away. And I was just like, oh. what? What? Wait a minute. They just sent me here. <laughs> right. And, 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 and I'm like, well, what, ma'am, you know, why would the Marine Corps put me through a school when the job is going away? She's like, you know what? You're, you're like the seventh PFC in a row that's asking that question. I'm tired of answering it. Don't ask me that again. Like, all right. And then I get through Hawk School, and, and you know, it's it's a radar air defense system, and it's been around for quite some time. It's used worldwide, and you know, we fire a missile about as long as your car at targets between forty and sixty miles away. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I certainly, I mean, look when that missile leaves the launcher rail, and you hear that boom. That's the missile breaking the sound barrier like a second after it launches. I was in. I'm like, you know what? I mean, it's too bad they're getting rid of this thing because I would have stayed in for 20 just with that. <laughs> I was in. Nothing was better than, you know, they, they'd send over, you know, so we'd practice on people from Yuma. Uh, I was stationed in uh, Marine Corps Station Yuma. They'd send over, you know, guys from Miramar or Luke Air Force Base, so on and so forth. We had to practice on them, and nothing made the lieutenant happier than shooting down some Air Force guys. Let me tell you, he got real happy about that. But it was a great, it was a great MOS because you know, for me, even now, it's like, well, what'd you do in the Marine Corps? Well, I was an O3, I was supply guy, I was mortar T. Well, I was a Hawk missile systems operator. No one knows what that is. Like, yeah, get the F out. You didn't actually do that. I'm like, yeah, here's the picture of me putting together the missile that we're getting ready to fire. Oh, wow. It's just cool. It's just it's just cool to the max. And air defense has its own right like, <clears throat> yep. Right above oh. Derek, right above Derek's head there. Boom! And the missile leaves a rail, and it is it is. On. <laughs> I can tell you're pumped. It it, it is. I, I'm I, all these years later. I, I I'm I'm just pumped thinking about it. And so so did that, and then um, you know got hurt. And, uh, well, the, actually, what happened is the about you know three quarters of the way through my tour, they're like, yep, start packing up all the gear. And sure enough, we, we, we decommed everything, got ready to go back to Raytheon. And, uh, they're like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's too late to, what they said is you can stay in the Marine Corps, but you got to be a cook or a cannon cocker artillery. And if you want to get promoted to corporal, because what happened to us is, you know, as a E3, a Lance corporal, the cutting score for corporal was 800 points higher than it was for sergeant. So what the Marine Corps did is effectively told like, you know, 80 Lance corporals, uh, even with a meritorious board, good luck. And they weren't going to promote you on a meritorious board because like all the H&S people who were like Motor T, S2, S1, S3, admin, all those people in BC were like, wait a minute we're not going to take away that slot from a Hawker when we have one of our guys who can't stay in the Marine Corps longer, get that meritorious promotion. You couldn't get promoted. It didn't matter what kind of PFT score you had, what you shot in the rifle range. You're, you're, you just couldn't do it. So it's like, well, what do you do? And a lot of the, the option was is to reenlist and get corporal that way. If you wanted that bad or get out. Well, I, I got hurt and it was like, when all of a sudden done, the Navy told, you know, my command, it's like, look, we could, we could operate on him and put him in PT for six months or just kick him out now and be done with it. And that's what they did. So 
you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and in retrospect, people are like, were you were you ticked off? I said, well, I was, wasn't happy at the time, but later I understood what was going on, and you know, they, they actually did the right thing. It wouldn't have been good for me to try to stay in with that. It's just the record doesn't work that way. If you can't run effectively, you're not going very far. So, so no problem. I, I got out, rode my motorcycle from Arizona to Boston, and got started my civilian life. And um, oh, okay, we we got back up yeah. a minute. We got back up yeah. a minute. Yeah, uh, I found a clip I wanted to play you, but you you drove your motorcycle. Yep. How was that? It's fantastic. That? I am yeah. so glad I did that. Of all the things yeah. I've done in my life, doing that was the <clears> right. <throat> thing for me to do to decompress from everything and kind of get yeah. set to leave all that behind it was fantastic i'm so glad i did it yeah and that's awesome i tell guys you know all the time they oh you're a truck driver I'm like yeah I'm, i you know i didn't i didn't i'm not i'm not a truck driver i don't go all over the states and stuff like that i deliver groceries to stores i mean i work eight nine hours a day but if people want to get out and see america and get paid for it go be a truck driver yeah that's a hard that's a hard gig being away from home but if you're single or you don't have kids, it's the best thing in the world, man. It is the best thing. If you know if you're going through it, go be a truck driver because they're paying you to drive across the country. And it's going to cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. Like it costs us a couple thousand dollars to go to Ashland, Nebraska for Hero Stock. And I'd pay it again. I'd pay it twice as much because Hero Stock last year in Nebraska was amazing, right? And we flew, yeah. so we didn't drive. But I, I tell guys um, all the time, dude. If you can do it, if you ain't got a family, if you don't have a family and, and you're not tied down, go get your driver's license, go get your truck driver's license and, and, and do that. And uh, and that's awesome. Uh, I want to bring up something real quick and I'm, I'm backtracking a bit because it's kind of what I do. Um, and unfortunately, <clears throat> it, this is this is very ironic. I'm, I'm sure you have you'll have a comment on this. This is the Ukrainian Air Force German, demonstrating the operation of the U.S. Hawk surface-to-air missile. Uh, uh, there we go. Sorry. Yep. The commander of the Air Force of the Armed oh. Forces of Ukraine, Mykola Oleschuk, has published you know a what? video of the operation of the Hawk Sam at... Yeah. That's wild. I wonder where they got that from. Oh, well, I was gonna say we don't get political. I mean, listen, this, <laughs> this is right up your alley. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it, it, we don't normally do it. I should have vetted the video. But well, again, well, so so I I know about that, right? Yeah. Actually, Ukraine and a lot of NATO countries have purchased Hawk. You know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Israel still uses Hawk. Uh, a lot of other Asian countries use Hawk. And the reason they use Hawk is it's it's advanced enough that it's effective, but it's mechanically compact and simple enough that it's easy to use. Now, when I was in, it, it took a lot to move a Hawk battery from point A to point B. Now yeah. things have gotten smaller. You can mount a lot of the radars. We ha- we'd have to tow in the field onto the back of a Humvee-like vehicle. Yeah, it, the video continued on. It's only about a minute and a half video. Yeah, and I should have played the rest. Of it. I don't know why it went off. I, don't, I must have hit something. Um, because it's basically just like a little trailer, like a little travel trailer is what it's decked out here. Yeah. Um, and it looks like there's three missile uh 
ground was a surface to air yep. missiles loaded up on one and uh, uh you know people can go that's check the it out that's, that's the launcher so mm-hmm. you you have a a trailer that will tow missiles but you also oh. have the launcher that you can also so we would mount the missiles onto the launcher and tow gotcha. it in the field so you can gotcha. place it and then fire at airborne targets for speed right because speed becomes a very important factor right yeah so with with the way hawk has evolved over the last 20 years since i got out people have figured out ways to make it easier to use and it's mechanically simple enough that if there is a breakdown like we had we i was towing my we were going to a dog and pony show in miramar and we're we're on the road we catch a nail in my launcher tire we took it to a um we we pulled the side of the road in place the launcher, took the tire off, put it in another five ton. The lieutenant drove the Humvee to the tire store, and within a half hour, they they had patched the thing. <laughs> <With the lead-wall. laughs> it was just that simple because it was a common tire size for commercial uh, vehicles, so they were able to fix it no problem. A yeah. lot of the parts on there are designed to be, you know, field replaceable. So people like it that it, it's dollar for dollar. It's an efficient system to use. So. That's why, you know, Patriot gets all the, the sexy airtime and play. But at the end of the day, it has a very uh, a good track record. So uh, it was, it's cool seeing when Hawk uh, gets his time in the limelight. It's like, yeah, that's my, yeah. I did that. <laughs> What's up, Joel Hunt and H-Train. Broadcast Radio. Thank you, oh, sir. No. For, thank you for streaming Man, us onto your I- platform. Cannot say enough about Joel H. Train and what he's doing. So glad to be part of a MBR yeah. man. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're trying to uh, we're trying to find a place on there. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, what did Mikey? Mikey and I were ten years in a row. Yeah. See, I mean, yeah. No, I know you. Uh, I think on you're the road again. Time. Yeah, I think he like driving said, he everywhere dead, with though. my friends. Yeah, I can't wait can't to wait. get on the road again. <laughs> hey, quit your nine to five and just do that. Yeah. Ooh, well, what's it. funny is we can jump around this whole this whole show because uh, Mr. Partington does do some voiceovers. Now I will be clear. I I tried to find some. I spent a good forty five minutes and I couldn't find uh, the the funny voiceover that I was looking for. So I pulled off the two videos. But um, yeah, no. But let's get back. Let's get back. Because uh, I do have a couple questions, so uh, I hate to say memorable, but what was one of the what was one of the experiences in the military that you were like, oh man, this is cool, like this is something that I wish more people could see. Oh, I mean, like I said before, without question, it was every time we did a shoot. Yeah. Uh, just because it's not like you know, you, there's tons of videos about tanks doing their thing. The A10 yeah. gets a lot of props. Aircraft carriers, Top Gun, the whole nine yards, but there is truly nothing like seeing. And the missile is about as long as a, as a car, weighs about 1,500 pounds. There's nothing like seeing that thing leave the launcher. Realizing that when, when you hear the boom, it's broken the sound barrier and it's going and it's still accelerating. It's not even hit yeah. acce- you know, mass acceleration yet. And you realize we're getting ready to lay some hate on a target somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's and just there's been, that in general. Right, just that in general, knowing that there's not a pilot on that thing, like your coordinates and and that whole logistics, 
I mean, just next level. I mean, that's where we're finding you with radar or we're finding you with a visual ID and, and, and we're coming after you. And uh, it, so it makes all the stupid games we played worth it. All the field days and the inspections and the PM of the gear and gunny yelling at you and water, water hydration games and cooking eggs in the Humvees, all that stuff. It made it all worth it when you saw that one thing. And it, it, it I, I just, I just stayed in for 20 years. I would have tried to stay in for 20 years if they still had it. Absolutely. No question. I miss them. Sorry, peoples. Sorry, you happy peoples up there. I was backed on my, my, uh, my comment section there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, when you came out of the military after you were done, did you know what you wanted to do? No. Or did no. you kind of like, mm. I, I, I was just like, Hey, I, I had just gotten married at the time and realized I had to, you know, come to a place I didn't know. I didn't grow up in the Boston area and I had to get settled in, try to find work and get ready to provide for, you know, we're going to start a family. So I, I got to yeah. be able to provide and the pressure was on, you know, you, you know, and, and so, you know, one thing I, I, I had to admit to myself a couple of years ago is I, I didn't, the transition experience was a lot harder than I wanted to admit. Dang it, I didn't realize. Well, I just <laughs> figured you're going to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to ask how that transitioning uh, from the military one, to civilian. Well, on, on one hand, it went went good because every town in Massachusetts has a veteran services officer dedicated to helping veterans, you know, of, of any stripe understanding what's available to them so i had help there what the difficult part was oh you're not around family anymore none of your friends none of your fellow marines and i try to tell people look you go from showering shaving you know shitting you know yeah. with all these guys 24 7 playing madden with them you know going <laughs> on road trips with your boss to el centro to have grab some tacos and come back to you know hey your your, your co-workers really don't want to interact with you after working hours that's just not cool yeah. your boss is your boss and they don't care about your your life they care about what you can provide and that was a brutal like the the abrupt halt <laughs> on one life and having to yeah. start a new way of thinking was just a lot harder than i wanted to let on and i, yeah. and I think I, I think it was just you know difficult that way on the other hand though i i this master sergeant who was the abington vso got me pointed in the right direction and um i got into i'd played around with computers growing up hawks a very technical mos so i said well you know I, I like doing that stuff i'll just try doing it for a job right well the problem was i had the technical experience but people want a piece of paper saying that you're technical and like i'm like well i got a dd214 that says i can i can i can pilot a missile from well, that's not good enough so i was fortunate um you know, again, the VSO got me to a program at the New England Center and Home for Veterans that at the time it was a six month computer course, which was like, okay, all the stuff I knew how to do anyway, I just needed to have a piece of paper to do it. But they would teach you everything from how to formatting a disk to typing to, you know, you know, how to install a hard drive. And at the end of that six months, I got my, my, you know, little certificate and then you know, got a couple jobs and then a naval submariner 
got me on the company I'm working on now. I've been there for 23, over 23 years, had several roles in there. And, um, you know, that's how my, my transition went. And, And I would say to anybody, I mean, you know, the thing about us veterans is, is a lot of us, all of us have to, you know, start and stop our lives, you know, at least once in our life when we get in and out, right? But some of us have to find like two or three things we got to do before we finally find the thing that is us, right? Yeah. And that can be very challenging and very few, think about it, you know, a lot of the, the people I went to high school with and, and college, you know, if you went to college to be a, a doctor or a banker or your trade school, auto mechanic, well, you've been an auto mechanic the last 20 years of your life. Well, you know, for for us, you know, I've done multiple things since I got out. And I've had to re, you know, tool myself a couple different times in, in life. So it's one of the very unique things about the veteran experience that other people don't get to experience or see that, that we all understand. Um, there's, there's questions that I have when you're transition, when you're, so when you uh, decided you guys were going to Boston and it always seems like there's a group of veterans, like you said, that, why do you think that there's always a group? Is it because it's the original 13 colony, part of the original 13 colonies that we had, or is it just, they bleed a different, you know, or, or they, they support a different uh, America than what, because they're the original you think that that's what it is because i can tell you right now there's not a vfw in every state in california uh you can say what you want about california but or city sorry not state but city in california yes you think it's just different because it's back there well i I think a couple things um you know massachusetts i didn't i didn't grow up here so let me tell you uh moving here was um I wasn't in Kansas anymore. Let's put it like that. And, and <laughs> people still know that I'm not from around here. It's pretty bad. But uh, yeah. if, if you look at Massachusetts for all its its idiosyncrasies, let's put it like that. One of the things that's very interesting about this state is a lot of people from this state serve the military for the gra- geographical size that it is. So it's not a big state. It's not a big state compared to uh, Louisiana and Illinois, you know, Kansas, right? But it has a lot of people in it. And in the area that I live in, which is called the South Shore, which is south of Boston to the Cape, there are a lot of veterans. So the state realized that these people are coming back. A lot of them served in World War II. And they wanted to have a way to, you know, keep a a young workforce in the state and make sure that they were taken care of. And it's a source of pride to them. So, yeah. you know, it was set up that, hey, you know, if you serve our country and you need help, uh, there is some designee in every town to make sure that happens. And I can't tell you the original genesis for it, but it was started after World War II, and it's it's now a mandate by the state. There are Massachusetts benefits for every veteran Uh if you qualify or, you know, have the right discharge status or have the right need, um, I can tell you personally, there, there's been veterans who've come to their VSO for you know, help with food or, you know, other kinds of assistance and, and that, that officer helps out. So it's, it's, it's a very unique thing 
um, in that state. And like Maine, Connecticut, New York don't have these. You, you yeah. have a lot of them are like other states where it's at the county level or you have to go to some of the bigger cities to get that kind of support. But yeah. Massachusetts has said it's, it's in every city. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, Joel, that's probably not that's a great wild. idea. Probably not a great idea to go to Bali. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's important. Yeah. I yeah. get the chat. Hey, I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a glut for punishment, dude. At least you're not wearing a, a <laughs> Canadian's jersey. Are you trying yeah, to get right? you trying to get kicked tonight? Wow. I was talking to a guy earlier, early, well, actually it was last week. Uh, he's going to be on, uh, I think he's scheduled on like like June 1st, like the first week or second week in June or something. And we were talking and, and he's a hockey guy. And I said, man, what about the Hartford Whalers? You know, he goes, uh, you know, they haven't been around for a while. And I'm like, yeah, but that was like a cool, that was like a cool emblem. I miss man. that team, man. Yeah. Like it was fun. I, I miss mean, that team. Yeah. I'm sad they're gone. I really yeah. am. And, and, and people still wear the Whalers jersey. And I, I, I Marky Mark Peterson yeah, checking in. Mark. What is oh, that? I love that dude. Yeah. Yes, Such we good. have touched. And, yeah, absolutely. I've been I've been pawed by Mark Peterson. <laughs> Every time, uh, man. Yeah. And and you know, this is the part, this is where you know where the show kind of gets um it gets interesting and fun because we have people jumping in and out, and and it is, it's a huge family that we're all part of. And I take no um I take no solace in being like, oh man, that guy's on that show. Shoot, I can't do that. Oh man, I can't. Oh man, I'm like I don't get butthurt on things like that. I guess maybe solace might not be the the right word. I mean, I was trying to use my SAT word today, but you know, like I don't get mad about it. You know, it doesn't irritate me. Um, you know, I I will make sure that if I see someone on a show, I'll be like, okay, we'll go a couple weeks out, and then we'll you know I'll move some scheduling around that way. But um, yeah, no, it, it's it's great, and, and um, you know, obviously. There's a lot out there, but there's so much more because every day I hear, of, oh, well, yeah, man, we need to do this and we need to do that. Like, man, we, I wish we could connect. I wish we connect. I wish we could connect on every Monday like I do with, with Brian Rue from Every Day is a Saturday. Welcome, my friend. We're Mr. Yeah, the man. Man. Love it. Uh, well, that's why I tell people, I mean, this whole like podcasting show stuff connections with other veterans through the art of storytelling it's a big sandbox man it's a big yeah. huge sandbox and there's plenty of space and plenty yep. of toys for everybody and yep. you know what you do with contagion effect is completely different than what i do with oscar mike radio versus yeah. other shows but hey you know what you start connecting the dots and being there for each other yeah, you can you can get a lot of momentum on certain things that that are important absolutely um, I know, support. and I get undue credit. Marks, <laughs> I hate that. I get. I posted something back in back or mid of uh, around the October. I saw a thing because we are part of Reese Across America, um, and we're actually uh, ace with a Bulletproof Podcast. Am I right, Derek? That's the one. Yeah, Ace, Ace with Bulletproof Project. She just got her acceptance letter. <laughs> She's going to be part of Reese Across America. Very I nice. know Mark. Yeah, I know Mark and uh, the People's Patriot Project uh, is part. And, and again, it, it's it's a group of people that just know what their mission is, right? Um, so if you'll do me a favor, I'm going to play this real quick because I, 
I cut the one out because I'm trying to revamp it a little bit. But um, again, a Reese Across America. And I want to play this real quick for us. gift of remembrance sponsor a 17 dollars veterans wreath for an american hero learn more at wreathsacrossamerica.org i love the people there <clears throat> i get to email chris and uh he chris chapman he's the program director for lack of the easier word um it's something fancier but i can't remember um he he helped he has helped me out a lot when I took over full control of contagion effect and zipping this and closing that and making a shorter emblem and, 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 uh, things like that. So I, I do appreciate that because again, you know, that they know they get it, you know, and, and they support all their shows and stuff. Um, what has been, what's been one of the moments where, uh, since you got out, you're kind of like, what, like what's going on over there? Like, what are we doing? to support our veterans? Well, I think for me, um, I'd have to go back to about this time eight years ago. Um, I'm, I'm a lifetime member of my Marine Corps League. And at the time, we would do burial rituals for uh, veterans that had passed. And unfortunately, a lot of them at that time were from suicide. And the families just want a little comfort uh, during that time. It's hard enough as it is, and it just felt appropriate, right? And I'm, I'm we're doing a couple of them, and I'm like, you know, what's going on here? Uh, first of all, you know, I was going through a very tough time personally in my life, and questioning a whole lot of of what I thought I knew to be true and right about myself and other things. And, you know, hope was hard to hold on to. And, and talking to some of these family members, it just seemed like these veterans, regardless of Army, you know, Army National Guard, you know, Marine Corps, whatever, had, had for whatever reason, lost hope. And, and, and over time had just felt like that there was no way out of their situation, that no one really cared about them or took the time to understand them. And that there was just no one they could connect with. And I, I found it really hard to believe, but I also understood it because here I am. I'm like, you know, man, you know, life is really tough right now. Life is not fun. Uh, I'm not having a good time, but I never gave up hope. And it's not because I'm awesome or anything. It was just I had a couple people who, you know, reminded me every day that, you know, I had worth and value. And I realized that, you know, through things like the Marine Corps League and other things is there are a lot of uh, people who serve and get out who maybe they weren't SEALs, maybe they weren't special forces, maybe they weren't Marine Raiders or Force Recon, right? But they, they served, and they got out, and they may have gone through a hard time. Maybe not, but they had to reboot their lives, and then they figured out what needed to be done, and they just did it. and you know, started crushing life or, you know, 
throughout their pain and suffering, figure out a way to make that work for uh, other people to encourage them. And so that was kind of like an aha moment for me. And that's where, you know, the, you know, Oscar Mike Rio really got started. I'm like, you know, I don't, I, I don't have much. I had no desire to be on video at all because I mean, come on. I mean, really look at this face, right? You're so, beautiful. It's oh, your please. beautiful soul. You're a, you're a gorgeous yeah, man. Like, like Shrek's little brother, right? You know, Hey, listen, listen, it doesn't matter what people, Oh, Eric heard well, right. but, but, but still, still, right? You know, you know, I, I, I didn't want to write a blog. I said, you know, I, I was doing some guest DJing at um, an AM radio station. Uh, Jack White and you know Murray and Robert got me on their show doing some guest hosts about veterans events. I'm like, you know, I like this radio stuff a lot. You know, radio is my first part time job in Shreveport at 98 Rocks. I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll give this radio stuff a try. Yeah, and it was, it was all good until I found out. Oh yeah, you need you know, two hundred fifty bucks an hour for for an hour for an AM, an hour time, and and with no help or technical support, I'm like, oh shoot, that's that's a lot of money a month. That's so a lot I'm of not doing, yeah, up front. So I got into podcasting. Uh, April, uh, I met a, a gentleman uh, at uh, Massasoit Community College. His name's Keith Hayes. We still work together. And he's like, heard me pitch my thing. And he's like, well, put it together. Let's see what we can do with it. And and that's how Oscar Mike radio got going. But it's this idea that to answer your original question is, you know, I'm not saying, you know, veterans get damaged. I'm not saying that we're, we become weak. I think we get out and because we're not in that unit cohesion mindset, we're not mission first and, and we're not having to watch each other's six. I try to try explain to people like, look, I didn't serve in combat, but let me tell you when it's 121 degrees outside, you're watching your buddy and he's watching you to make sure you don't drop dead. Yeah. Because where we were in the desert, if you had a heat stroke problem, by the time they got a helo come up to get you, 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 you were dead. You were just yeah. dead. That's, that's what it was. Right. And, and so you go from that to coworkers who now I get it, but at the time don't care about you. Yeah. They, they care about what you're doing to help them get the job done, but past that, they don't care about you. And, and so what, what I'm trying to say is you, you kind of lose a part of yourself over time, whether you want to or not. And so you lose that divorce comes into play. Uh, maybe you lose your job. Maybe an old military injury comes back to, to remind you, hey, this is why you got out. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it just seems like you're, you're hopeless. You have nothing to offer and nowhere to go. And, and so I think a lot of people lose hope that way. They, they lose their, their themselves, and it's hard to get back. And so Walmart um, is a way to kind of help you remind you that, hey, you know, you're not alone. Yeah, um, like Mark said, we have done things 93, 93% out. There's an understanding we work with. And, and I think structure, um, obviously structure is one of the things where um, it was, you know, we can make uh, structure. A lot of people need structure is what I'm trying to get. That was my point. Um, I, I almost compared what, you know, military was going to school. And that, I, I don't want to disrespect no one because, you know, I, I didn't serve. 
Um, but I know I hear enough to understand that there's different reasons to go into military. Um, what, whatever that reason is for certain people, you know, if it's to avoid this, get away from that, um, family life, whatever it is. Um, you know, I appreciate everyone that signs that line that did that, that went in and, and did that. And it's, I don't regret anything, but that was one of the things I wish if, if I could go back, I would, I would probably do that. Um, you know, it was that time. And, well, uh, well, well let me, if I may, Eric, if I may, this mm -hmm. is a very good thing you're bringing up because, and I do want to address it if I may, mm -hmm. you know, I hear, I hear that a lot from people who didn't serve in the military. They feel like they're, they're less than or that they have nothing to offer a veteran or active duty service member uh, like Derek and me. And, and because of that, you know, they can't be part of the conversation. Yeah. And, 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 and so I'm going to tell you the same thing. I told another, you know, person, you know, who asked me the same thing last week, you know, he's asked me that, you know, like I didn't serve and I want to relate to and be there for veterans because I believe in what you do. Right. And I said, well, you know, there's nothing stopping you from being a great American. Yeah. There's nothing stopping you from making your business veteran friendly. When you go to hire somebody connecting with um, a veteran service organization to hire veterans, right? Yeah. Or making it clear that a veteran is welcome at your business. Or when you have, it comes to the end of the year and you run your business and the tax man comes, okay, well, you have a place where you can put your money. There's nothing stopping you from supporting a veteran yeah. nonprofit, right? Yeah. And by doing those things and being one of those people, you know, at the parade, at the event, at the whatever, coming to a veteran's nonprofit, you'll do more to, to support that veteran than, than, than not. Yeah. So you can serve in any capacity that you want to serve. And if you're with the right group of veterans, we'll appreciate the fact that you're there. Yes, you didn't serve. Yes, you didn't swear. You didn't stay on the yellow footprints. But at the end of the day, we served so people like yourself could be great Americans. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I get it. And my question was going to, I didn't want to compare them. Right. But yeah, no, I, I get it. And again, like we always say is I, I understand why I get to do, I'm with Peterson on this. I understand why I get to do what I do because of the people that went, went before us. Right. And, and this has been our staple of Mike and I didn't serve, but our show is the platform for anybody that is law enforcement first responder or anybody cool that I like that, that I think is cool to talk to. Like a military is going to trump it. Military and law enforcement are going to trump this show. Um, you know, and it, it's pushed a few shows back because I'm like, Hey dude, I got this guy that wants his saw, da, da, da. And I, it'll always fall on that aspect of we'll get the military on. Like we're going to absolutely Patriot pride, brother. Patriot pride. Preach. Um, Preach. Yeah. Um, There's always some preaching going on. <laughs> I I, I want to play something. Um, oh, where'd it go? Shoot. Uh, I want to play something uh, before it gets too late in the show. Right. Uh, Derek Thompson uh, is in a therapeutic state whenever he grabs the guitar. And he's sitting there with his wet hair um, looking all cool and dapper and everything. It was um, only greasy that time. Was, oh god! Don't was, say it's greasy. That's gross. It, um, it, it, it was a good grease. It was, it was, it was a good grease. Okay, yeah, it, it was smelting, it was smelting. 
Uh, I want to play this. Uh, it's called Leaving to Me. And it, I think it's one of those things where we talk about um, getting out of the military and what, what veterans need and, you know, the help that they, that they, that they need, the, sure. that they should be looking for, right? Uh, I know that Guitars for Vets out of uh, Nebraska with Taylor Olam and the enormous reach and crew that she has has done some awesome things for a lot of people. Um, some people take advantage of it. And some people can learn on their own, but I think it's something that we need to get out there. And I've said something a lot. So let me play this real quick um, and give my, my somethings a rest. Yeah, hopefully it's not uh, too bad. Well, world premiere, by the way. So we're, we're premiere. All right. Okay. And I've drank whiskey bottles in the kitchen by the sink. I lit your last candle now. I'm sitting in the smoke ring. You might not be listening, but I know you can hear the bedroom walls that old Willie song's got your blue eyes raining tears maybe I'm being selfish can't see another way just one more time and one last night we can lay in the bed you made I wasn't made for giving up but there ain't much Left us, you already broke my heart, so just break it off. I ain't gonna play your fool. I wasn't the one running around on you. No, ain't bad guys don't make me be. Set me free, yeah, but don't leave, don't leave. Don't leave, leaving me. Derek Thompson, thank you, sir. Appreciate you sharing that. We will. Um, I, I want to again. It's a little nicely uh, done. About three, nicely done. three minutes or so, and no, I, I dude, it, it, you've come a long, long way. So every uh, I'm couple times a week, yeah. we'll get a. Yeah, Timmy, he, he does a good job. And again, uh, you know, Derek's a veteran. This is, you know, this is something that pulls him out of that dark spot there. Um, thank you, Mark. That's exactly what I was going to get at. When Derek first started, like we all do, uh, I, don't, I don't go back and look at the first show, The Contagion Effect, because it's absolutely horrible. Right. Uh, can't listen to it. Won't listen to it. Maybe I should. Maybe the show would get better if I did. Um, I've literally probably listened to about 15 minutes of our entire 103 episodes. Um, just I can't hear myself. Like. I'm like, dude, shut up. Like, oh, God. Um, <clears throat> my point being, you've come a long way. I'm glad you kind of stayed on that that more deeper voice part. I think that's right. amazing. Um, you, you found it. Now we just need to get you out there. I've been tagging um, Operation Encore, and we're going we're gonna to get some things for you in the, in the uh in the future because I think uh, I think you got something, dude. Sounds good. We keep flying, man. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it again. If if it's for you, it's for you. 
right? If it makes you feel good and you're listening and, and it's helping you therapeutically, it doesn't matter who listens to it as long as it's for you, right? right? Yeah, I was going to say, and kind of to go back mm -hmm. to Travis's thing, I mean, it's, you know, like when we get out of the military, I think the common tr like trend or the common thing that, you know, I hear uh, to kind of go along with what you were saying, uh, it, it's like we lose that purpose, you know? Like when we were in the military, we had a purpose. We had that like mission, like you were saying, and, you know, we were looking out for each other. And then you get out of the military, when that's gone, that it's like that purpose is gone. That's where that hope, we lose that hope. It's because it's like, what am I doing? Like, what purpose am I serving now? And, and the music for me, you know, it gives me some purpose again, where it's just yeah. like, you know, I can share a story through song. I can share emotion and something for somebody else to connect with. And that's, I think that's why a lot of us podcast too, is because we can share something with other people that maybe they can connect with, they can get some help from, and they can learn and grow from. So we're always out here just trying to do something help and give a little bit of direction to somebody else. Yeah. Sorry. I just, I just got some Kinsley pictures. Sorry. <laughs> uh, again, you know, I, I think the podcast and the social media world that we're in, I think it's great. I think having people on and sharing their stories, um, you know, Travis, I appreciate you coming on. I love it. I think you're doing a great job. And we didn't even scratch the surface. I have a, I had a whole list I sent Derek. I had a whole list of stuff. And there's always um, a list. It's great. Yeah, there's always a list, right? Um, because I was wondering why Oscar Mike, but then I listened to like a couple different shows you were on, which uh, again I think it's awesome. Uh, I love that I can go vet someone and, and listen to their show. And I know what I know what Oscar Mike Radio means. Do you know what radio? Do you know what Oscar Mike Radio means, Derek? I do. I do. I'm going to have to <laughs> listen in on this one because yeah. I, I feel like you've learned. I've learned. I have learned. And thank you for not taking that from me. It's on the move, right? On the move. On the move radio. Yeah, we're like, on, the move. on the move. Or, you know, and, when we and, say we're off your mic, we're on the move. Yeah. Uh, you're. And again, I think that's kind of, I'm, I'm going to steal something from you. I'll send you $5 for the copyright, but I'm going to say like, we're on the move. Let's go. Let's grow. Let's grow. Let's go. I mean, same thing with like Mark Peterson. That was, you know, that was my tagline. I kept using, "Hey, let's go!" And then he kept, then he put a throw, he threw an R in there and added a W. And I'm like, "Yeah, let's grow, frick it, let's go, man, let's go." You guys see that? Frick it. See, I even changed this grandpa <laughs> thing's got me, bro. It's got me. It's getting him. You got him. <laughs> it's getting me. Um. So yeah. Um. I, I want to do. Uh, I want to do this. I want to ask a question. Let me see, let me bring up my my little cheat sheet here. And this is again, you uh, you've been on C-SPAN, right? I, I would love to get a. I should have got a clip of that too. Um, so, Ooh, you know, the eleventh month of the eleventh day—that's better. You know, that's uh, a, a very important date in 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 America, in the world, really, because um, that date reminds people that we're a bunch of badass peoples. Um, and you, you had the chance to go on and express that, right? Like you shared why. And so when I saw that, I'm like, that is awesome. I need to reach out to him again and see if we can make this happen. Can you share a little bit about that? Well, I mean, C-SPAN approached me about coming on. Um, and it was, you know, for Veterans Day, they wanted to highlight a, a veteran-centric you know, centric podcast. And, you know, the main thing they were looking for is someone to take – 
questions from the call-in audience to talk about, you know, Veterans Day, podcasting, so on and so forth. So uh, first I'll say that it was a pretty amazing experience. Um, C-SPAN did a whole lot to make sure that, you know, my setup was dialed in and ready to go and that I was comfortable, which I really appreciated. And then, um, you know, people don't believe me, but, you know, I, I was not looking at my my co-hosts on C-SPAN. I was just looking at myself in the, in, in, on my monitor. So yeah. I really couldn't see who I was talking to. So it really, I had to really listen and kind of slow down the, the speed of the show and, you know, understand the questions coming in. A lot of them were from the, the Vietnam War or an older demographic. Um, you know, one guy's like, I don't even care about this podcast stuff. I just want to be heard. And people laughed at that. People thought it was kind of funny, but I'm like, well, you know, think about it. You know, the only way this gentleman thinks someone's going to care about him or understand where he's coming from is to call a show like C-SPAN and just get his, his 30 seconds on the air to tell people about himself so that someone, you know, acknowledges him. And, you know, it's easy to, you know, sit there and kind of, I was like, okay, you don't, okay, what's on your mind? And, you know, he told me, you know, he doesn't feel like, you know, veterans get the representation they deserve. He was very upset that, you know, some of the illegals coming in this country were getting to the front of the line versus him. And, you know, for a lot of veterans, it's a very valid concern. It's like, wait a minute, yeah. you know, you're waiting months for the VA to tell you one thing or another. You walk across this border and, you know, the red carpet's rolled out. So for it, it hits a little different. But it was a really interesting experience getting to hear from different people in the country, different questions that were being asked. Um, my co-host was great. She was able to, you know, smooth certain things over and keep the show moving along. I learned a lot from her. And overall, man, I mean, I'll, I'll tell anybody, C-SPAN treated me like like I was, you know, a VIP. It was, it was pretty cool. And, and just a unique experience. A lot of podcasters, you know, work on their craft and work on their craft and work on their craft. And it was nice to, to have somebody. And, and a lot of it, you know, Eric was because, you know, the VA had profiled me earlier in the year and I had talked to the uh, director of uh, the VA app. The, the, so the, the main guy who uh, oversaw the, the mobile VA app being created was, was on you know, Oscar Mike radio. And a lot of people, you know, caught that show and it gave them a little perspective about how I do things. And, they liked it. So, you know, you can take this, whatever you're doing and make it something. And I tell people, be ready. You, know, you never know when someone's going to listen to you and reach out and want to hear more about what you're doing, you know, on the local municipal or even state level or, or national level. And so it was a great experience. You know, we'll see if they ever call again, but, um, you know, was not expecting it and I uh, had a good time doing it. Found it, by the way. So he's getting there. I like this. I had to. We're, we're, we're going to show a little bit of it um, because we can. It's, it's my show. And we can yeah, it's your show, man. Um, handsome devil. Handsome. Look at that guy. Handsome. Now by Travis Partington, who is host of Oscar Mike Radio Podcast and is a U.S. Marine Corps veteran. Welcome, Oscar. 
Well, welcome, excuse me, welcome Travis. <laughs> no problem at all, Kimberly, what a good day to be here, thank you. Well, this is a great opportunity. Why is it called Oscar Mike Radio? I know. Well, when I started Oscar Mike Radio uh, <laughs> seven years ago, uh, Oscar Mike is military speak for on mission or on the move. And I wanted to be on the move for my purpose and also to underscore that we veterans, we who serve in the military are, are on the move always. So um, when you, what do you focus on on this podcast? And also, how are you funded? Well, I am funded independently. And, you know, sometimes people will, you know, donate items or, or you know, help me out. But uh, there's no real funding except for, you know, what I put into this. I'm going to stop right there real quick. That's, um, first of all, thank you, C-SPAN, for allowing us to play part of that. He does absolutely look sharp. Um, you, if you, you want to go check that out, there. That is we'll awesome. have a link. We'll have a link to that. Um, if you want I've got to check that out. Like that. Um, I think if you keep it around a minute, they won't get, they won't harass you. And no, that's, that, 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 no, 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 that's the cool <laughs> thing. That, that link is shareable. You can share that. As yeah. often. I mean, it's right. really cool. I, I I kid because I had said something on a show earlier on and um, it was, it was something from, I, I can't remember what, what show it was, but Mike's like, Hey, did you get permission to use that? I'm like, no cop copyright infringement. We're, I mean, they're going to come down and take our computers and everything. And um, yeah. Oh, Hey, uh, even, sh shout out to Barbara checking in. Barbara. Yeah. 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 Hi, Barbara oh. Gail. Thanks for stopping by. Um you know, we could go all night, obviously. Um, it's one of those things where the squirrel, we can go down a, a different little rabbit hole here and there. Um, give me something that I can hang my hat on every night before I go to bed and give me something positive that that we need to continue to do. Um, well, Barbara will appreciate this. She, 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 cause she was a part of this. And I just, if I may, uh, you know, the reason I, I want to highlight her is Barbara, like yourself, Eric is a civilian, but through her yoga practice is teaching free yoga classes to veterans in the South shore area had the first class. It was received like the positive feedback from the veterans who came from her class was just really you know, <laughs> powerful, which is what I mean is, is bless you sorry that came through oh my god yeah that sorry, absolutely tried... came through five by five really? clear brother no, five volume. I muted it. no no oh, five by man. five five clarity five volume but <laughs> you, you know she, she 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 did this right eric and so you have another example of the civilian you know serving us and and so it really um was interesting so if i could tell you one thing um and this is from my personal, you know, life story, which we'll get into another time. But, you know, we have a certain veteran who comes on different shows, different places and speaks and says, discipline is the only thing. Without discipline, you are nothing. I don't care what's going on. Discipline is the only way. Always. And here's the thing. That individual, at its core, he is not wrong. Discipline is very important to everything, but I think, I think you can expand on it a little bit more. In, in my personal story, I believe that there's a coin. One side is discipline, for sure. One side is motivation, and the coin is forged from belief. So no matter what you do, 
starting a podcast, playing, uh, recording a song like you did, Derek. And that was, that was fire, by the way. I'm a metalhead, by the way, Derek. And that song hit me in the feels and I don't even have a heart. So, I mean, you, you did something. Yeah, I get bro. that, man. I get that. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, bro. I'm tracking the whole way. Well, you know? I just want you to know, you just extended the show about three minutes. Because if you think that hit, we're going to play this one, too. We're, we're, I right. apologize. And we're backing it up. We're backing it up. Um, We'd never do we're that. We're going to play. Yeah, no, I never squirrel this at all. But uh, um, I'll let you finish your thought, first of all. And then I'll, I'll we'll, we'll play the video that will right, so you have a coin, one side is discipline, one side is motivation, but it's forged from belief. So no matter what you do, no matter what you do, as long as you go at what you're trying to do with believing in yourself that you can accomplish that goal, you will have the motivation to do the discipline to accomplish that goal. I don't believe discipline exists in a vacuum. It has to be fueled by motivation. Like, like I got to be motivated to get behind the computer mic and engage somebody. I got to be, you know, disciplined to stick to the script. But I believe that if I tell this story, it's going to change someone's life. So at the core of everything you do, it starts with belief. If you believe in yourself strong enough and you surround yourself with people who truly believe in you you can accomplish anything and then doing the discipline won't matter because your motivation is right on track to fuel the discipline and that's i'm sticking to that i believe in that strongly yeah, um, who's gonna carry the boats man well here's not me <laughs> here's my thing i was gonna play it but i don't want to disrupt Derek. i don't want to uh i don't want to step on that that was great and I think the positivity, I mean, people like to be positive and, and uh, thank you. I, that, that, that was, that was absolutely. Yeah. That was incredible. As you said, I appreciate that much. We're not going to play it. I'm not going to play it because I'm not going to step over the top of that. Well, you um, got me all freaking fired up and you're not going to play it now. What I mean, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. Now it's playing. Now I'm playing now. <laughs> now you're going to sit here. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I want, this has got to be good if he's, if he wants to play it. This uh, bad. Let's I, hear. Listen, I, I can do a whole, so um, there is a station, Gun Room Radio, and you can be a DJ and play your own music or you play the music of veterans, right? That's what they support veterans. And my thing is, is I could do that and just play like the music I want to hear. And I'm letting this play a little bit. So it cuts down a little bit on the time. But my point is, is I just know, and I need this to be like in everyone's home, like people, there's veterans out there that can sing and they can share a story and they'll make you cry because these stories are what they live through. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to add this, this video as they're explaining what the video is about. Go check it out. Shannon book. Um, it's called dear mom. And, uh, and, uh, we're gonna yeah, play right now. In the fields, bro. Add two more. Yeah. A couple months later, it's still not working. Add three more. One night, he called me. He he was gonna stay at base for the weekend. We had a conversation, and probably within eight hours, he was dead. 
I am the mother of Corporal Benjamin Kopp, who was an Army Ranger that was killed in action in July of 2009. The day after he landed at Walter Reed, he was determined to be brain dead. However, the brain death um, qualified him, if you will, to become an organ donor. And so his um, all of his major organs, bone, skin, and tissue were donated. And his heart is literally still beating today and a woman from Chicago. You know, I believe it was Emerson, the poet, um, who stated that the one thing about life that he's learned is that it goes on, whether we want it to or not. a few minutes to write down what's itching inside my mind it's been too long since we have talked about nothing at all wish i could call i know you're lost please don't you worry there's no need to hurry just stay strong it won't be long before we're together. Right here in heaven, I'd miss you, Mom. Dear Mom, please believe I've done everything I needed to. Know you are hurting, feeling the burden of me. Not there, you're way too strong to give up on living instead of still giving the love in your heart. I know it's hard, but never forget the things that I did and the reasons why. I can't believe 
Oh man! Thank that, you, sir. That, Appreciate that. Shannon book. Yeah, go for it, man. It's uh, <clears throat> um, yeah. There, there, there's some out there that'll grab you by the heartstrings. Um, Mr. Partington, thank you, sir. Appreciate you joining us. Um, and again, you know, uh, you know, we, we're going to do this again. Hopefully, we can do a one, one versus one. I'll come to your home. You come to my home already. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to we'll, get you uh, on, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get that on and, and share the stories of, you know, we'll share the stories of veterans and uh, those that are with us and those that have passed and, and why we get to do this, right? It's the, well, the cool part. Well, Derek and Eric, thanks for having me on. I've had a great time and uh, it's a great show. And so, um, you know, yeah, you're coming on Oscar Mike. Where do we'll make that happen? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Travis. So thank you. Eric, nice what a you. Have a good yes, night. Sir. D. Um, <laughs> you know, I was gonna do um I was gonna do something else. And I there's always more time. to be done. There's always more, dude. And, and that's yeah, it, there's always more. Um how was how well, g- give me something good. Give me something good. Give me something good. Yeah, I think I waited. I, I went with I went full David Goggins and I was like, who's gonna carry the boats, man? And, and I, but no, uh I don't know, man. Uh life's crazy. Uh, life's gonna throw some stuff at us, and it, it's uh just super important to keep people around us that are always ex- you know excelling uh at being there for each other. And you like you've been there for me. Uh, so to kind of go back to, you know, you were talking about you wanted to join the military, but you've done as much as anybody for the veteran community and for everyone out there. And, you know, you've been there for me endless amounts of times already. Um, and I can't be more appreciative for that. So just for everyone out there, remember to reach out to somebody, reach out, touch somebody, be there, reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a while make sure you're checking in on everybody because you don't know what's going on in their lives. We don't know what's going on in everyone's head at any given time. And it's just super important to just be willing to be there. And sometimes yeah. they just need somebody to listen. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we get so adamant about answering and I, I, I've tried to do a better job of listening to the answer to my question and letting people talk out. Um, but yeah, sometimes you don't even need to say nothing. Just, Hey man, What's up? How's it going? Check, you know, just checking in on you, uh, making sure right. still, the phone still works. Um, I do need to play Gale, Gary Gally, Gary Miller Mobile Tax Service. Yeah, I was say we were missing that. Yeah, it is tax season. I got to hang out with Gary this week, uh, so Saturday, Sunday, something, one of those days. Um, and you know, don't be afraid of your taxes. Remember that's the money that, that's taken out of your check, so that's your money that uh, that's owed to you. 
So, uh, yeah, appreciate you, Mark. Appreciate you checking in, man. Uh, so let's do Gary Miller Mobile Tax Service, and we'll get out of here. Gary. Do you dread having to do your taxes? Does the mere thought of it make your head spin? Miller's Mobile Tax Service is here for you. We will handle your individual or business taxes. We will come to you to prepare your taxes. We are skilled, professional, and ready to get started for you. Call 209-678-8515. Deuces.